your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, in the first hour of this morning's Limerick Today, we were chatting about the ongoing works that are happening on O'Connell Street and we had trader from Centra on O'Connell Street, James Ryan, talking about the impact uh, it's having on business. We also heard from the CEO of Limerick Chamber, D. Ryan, and from some shoppers in Limerick City Centre as well. But we're joined now by Seamus Hanrahan, who is a senior architect with Limerick City and County Council. Good morning to you, Seamus. How are you? Good morning, Gillian. Um, so, Seamus, I'm sure you have heard that, you know, people have been talking about what's going on on O'Connell Street. Uh, we'll, we'll just take a quick listen to what James Ryan of Centra had to say about the works on O'Connell Street. In fairness, you can see, obviously, there was a COVID impact on trade, but you can feel trade picking back up. And in my other stores in the city centre, it's back to normal, whereas O'Connell Street is still down over 20%. And it's, it's fully due to the state state of the road at the moment. You can't you can't cross over to the shop properly. You can't get around the city centre t- in a, an easy fashion. And I suppose for a lot of people that want to come into the city centre, they're probably put off by traffic coming in because it's, it's a great lock at present. Okay, so Seamus, that's James talking about the impact on trade. And in the longer piece, he did admit he understands it's going to impact on business. But his problem is the fact that it's not happening on a phased basis. And he also has concerns that it won't finish on time. What is the council's response? The project was originally envisaged to take part place on a phased basis, on a block-by-block on block, uh, basis, with the, the four blocks of O'Connell Street kind of split up uh, into, into discrete uh, packages. The project is still taking place on a phased basis, but the phasing has been altered and there's a very good reason for that, and that is to try and expedite the completion of the project. So the project, and I suppose the the um, inconvenience that people are experiencing, comes to an end sooner rather than 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 dragging on for a longer period. Now, in terms of the the resequencing of the work, that has taken place in full consultation with the Limerick Chamber and and other parties who are who are directly affected. So I suppose it wouldn't be it wouldn't be news to to James uh, or any other um, member of the chamber that's involved in the day to day I suppose interactions on the on the project. But essentially, the project is being delivered in a manner to try and uh, expedite the completion date. Oh, and why is like you're saying they're doing it this way now? to get it done on time, but why couldn't it have been done on time doing it phase by phase and section by section? Well, I suppose the like the world has changed significantly over the last number of months. Um, like We have seen uh, a major company in Limerick go into receivership. We've seen yesterday the Minister for Public Enterprise and, and Reform introducing measures to do with construction inflation and so on. So the construction is in, is in a very, very difficult place at the present time. So we all have to work, I suppose, in a collaborative manner to try and ease the challenges that are there around supply chain issues, around delivery of stone in particular on, on O'Connor Street, but also the myriad of other issues that are that have arisen over the last, you know, six to eight months. So really we're looking at how, what is the best way of doing this to eliminate 
the risk involved and also to expedite the completion date, having regard to the challenges that have arisen over the last period of time. So you're saying, if I get you right, this is, isn't a planning issue. This isn't that it was badly planned or badly timed. This is the world economy having an impact. Well, I, I suppose you know people can, can talk in abstract about kind of issues in, that are happening across the world, but these are real issues that are affecting people on the ground. People see their energy prices rising, and that affects contractors as much as it affects everybody else in terms of the cost of fuel, deliveries, and, and so on. So we, I suppose we have to be realistic and we have to be pragmatic in how we deal with, with issues that, that arise. Uh, so that, that's exactly what we're doing. And are you confident now with these adjustments to how the project is being undertaken that it will finish in September? I'm confident that with these adjustments to the sequencing of the works that the project will finish ahead of what it would have finished without the adjustments to the to sequencing. So the dates we're looking at are the end of September for the main uh, construction work and the mid-November for the installation of street furniture, architectural lighting and so on. But bear in mind that, you know, the, because of the nature of the phasing of the project, parts of the project are complete already. So Block 6, which is Thomas Street, is effectively complete. The Both sides of the street now on Block 2 and Block 3, which effectively goes from Air on one side to the, and to Chicken Hut and Starbucks to Levy Shoes, is effectively complete. So the whole central area of the, of the city will be opened up shortly as, a, as effectively a complete project with the exception of street furniture. So... You know, it's the finish date of the overall project when the last piece of paving will be laid is is effectively November or the last piece of street furniture will be in place. But people will see a progressive opening up of the city as we Sorry. as we move forward. Did you say November? September for the main bulk of the construction work, but there will be some items of street furniture and so on that have been installed after September. Uh, which is just effectively seating, lighting columns, some small elements of work like that. Okay, and so that'll be the last part, because that's one thing that James did suggest might improve things, is that if some of the street furniture could be put in on one particular phase now, um, so that people could at least get a sense of what it's going to look like and that it is going to lift the city centre and get encourage them to come in, that that might help. But the fact that for a year now and for it'll be longer than a year, they'll, they'll see nothing but this hoarding and the hard hats and the noise and the cement mixers and whatever else. You, you get no feel of it because this phase by phase uh, way of doing it has stopped. Well, I think people are getting a good feel of it now and so far as if you stand in front of the Augustinians and you, you, you can see the full breadth and depth of the, of the street and the surface finish uh, as, we, as we speak. Uh, in terms of street furniture, street furniture on Thomas Street will be installed over the coming days. It's delivered. It's just a matter of, of fixing it in, in place. So that, that process is, is starting. But I think also looking at, say, take the, Limerick, the Great Limerick Run, for example, the full street was opened up for that event. So that gives people an opportunity to see effectively what the finished product would would look like. So I think people can appreciate the quality of the stone material, the the, the overall um, increase in the pedestrian facilities, the, the increase in footpath widths, the provision of the cycle lanes, and that this is a quality project with with quality materials and and will be will be is built to last 
and, and take Limerick forward to where it needs to go to. Has it been stressful, Seamus? Well, personally, I'm involved in, in, in construction projects since 1996. Um, this one has been interesting, um, to say the least. Uh, I suppose, look, a project of this nature in the middle of a city centre with multiple stakeholders, with, with people that li- whose livelihoods are at stake, is is going to be... Um, is there, there are challenges associated with that. But there's also challenges associated with the nature of where we're building. We're, we're building on top of brick vaults that were constructed in the 18th and 19th century. Like This isn't a public realm project where you're building on the ground. Effectively. You're building one story up in the air. And I think people can start to appreciate that as, as, the, as the sites are, were opened up. We're also dealing with a lot of historic street artefacts like coal, coal holes and, and street lights and so on that we, that we want to protect uh, to give this project something that's unique to Limerick, not, not your average public realm project in any part of the, you know, the city or any city or any country. So this is a Limerick project for, for Limerick people. Look, another point James Ryan made, um, James Ryan from Centra on O'Connell Street, we're chatting to Seamus Hanrahan as a senior architect with Limerick City and County Council about the works in O'Connell Street. And the point that he made was that he'd like to see the work a bit tidier in that he said there's another construction project across the road. It's the the private development there at the Rugby uh, Experience Museum. museum, And um, he says the work there appears to be much tidier where it just feels haphazard uh, on the O'Connell Street works. Well, I suppose you, you can't compare a static building site like the Rugby Museum to a, a mobile building site like O'Connell Street, where hoarding is being moved pretty much on a daily basis. If the hoarding around the job was a fixed hoarding that was going to be there for the full duration of the job, certainly you could do, um, you know, you could do a kind of an enhanced uh, job on on the physical appearance the physical appearance of the hoarding, but you can't do that on a mobile site. You have to you have to work with the constraints that you have. Now, certainly, there's there's scope for improvement on the on the tidiness of the site and so on. And we're we're in constant dialogue with the the contractors on on issues of of that nature, just to make sure that while the you know it is a construction site and it's going to look like a construction site, that it is as presentable as it possibly can be. And, and then finally, Seamus, and this may be an unfair question because I don't know if you're involved in this project at all or, or not, but uh, just the comments that have been made by people on social media in particular about the pergolas that uh, are on Thomas Street and Bedford Row and the fact that they, they ruin the experience of eating out because they block it off with this opaque glass and that you can't even see the shop fronts anymore. Um, have you any response on that? Well, I, I am I'm not involved in the project, as you as you said. But uh, what I would say is, I, I I'd reserve judgment on it until it's until it's complete, that's and then form a view on it at that point. That's that's fair enough. Look, you're very good to come on because it's not always people will come uh, on and respond when uh, business people are making criticisms. And uh, I think James Ryan, uh, you know, he understands that it's a massive project and understands that the aim of the council is to improve the city centre. And that's what we're all looking forward to. And as you say, many, many problems that people don't always see that have been affecting the contractors during the period of work. Thanks for joining us on the programme this morning. Senior Architect with Limerick City and County Council, Seamus Hanrahan. Your views, your news, your 
Break Today with Joe Nesh on Live.